that's all. Conscious. She getting crazy, huh? She getting crazy. Here we go. Lucid dreams, so I can't be out here living stupid. I love hard, so you could say I was shot by Cupid. Say less, but every now and then I drop my two cents. Tunnel vision, cause niggas could really be a nuisance. I so, yeah, you know we be the fucking movement. Don't ask what we doing, just know we always keep it moving. Watch out for intruders, still a student to the game. You don't see me rocking chains. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Elf in the Room podcast. I am your host, Big Rob. Um, today, this is going to be a short episode uh, because I just got off of work and I'm pretty tired, but fuck it. So here we are. Um, I am thankful again for you guys tuning into the, I think this is going to be the 10th episode. I had another episode that I recorded, but I haven't put it up this yet because I'm still editing it. So this will be the 10th episode and then the 11th episode is another guest that I had on recently. Um, before I start the show, I want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks you guys for letting me know your kind words, your um feedback and then your constructive criticism and always i will always take that into account um so welcome to the show to the elephant in the room podcast and as always we have um the twitter the elephant room pod yes i know i fucked up the name is e-l-e-p-a-n-t R-O-O-M-P-O-D pod on uh, Twitter. Uh, um, tonight, before I go to sleep, I think I'll be making the Instagram. And then maybe this week I will buy a camera so I can actually start doing uh, video and audio. But right now we're just doing audio. A lot of people know ask for um, video. It's taking some time. Give me a second. Go fuck yourself. Just give me a minute. All right. So um, said thank you. Introduce myself. Without further ado, I do have a special guest with me. Um, actually, I'm going to take off my earphones and let you, you know, let you hear yourself when you talk. Uh, but today I'm joined with uh, my roommate, my brother from another mother in another country, um, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, as a nickname. Uh, but his name is Oscar, and he's actually my best friend's um, boyfriend or boy toy or man thing or um hub future hubby all that good stuff wrapped in a nice little nice little mexican little bow so without further ado you guys uh, welcome oscar hello thanks for having me rob um it's not boy toy definitely not boy toy <laughs> but <laughs> The pretty other small. ones. So, I mean, I mean, the, the positions that I, that Dominic could do. I, I'm pretty good, but um, the positions that Dominic could do to you, I think, would be phenomenal for somebody your small. But whatever. <laughs> I am um, a very average height, you guys. Okay. Five foot six, five foot seven. The, okay, now you're you're really how tall are giving you? me a lot of compliment right now. How it's five three. Okay, well, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> five four on a good day. Well, my Instagram is at Hoss Oscar. That's really all I kind of use for like pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
mostly Instagram. I don't really. I, oh my god! I've seen you mm. sticking your booty out and stuff on there. Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, go that is just content. But anyways, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no. So basically, I don't know how to use Snapchat. I never really learned how to use Snapchat, so uh-huh. that's the only reason why I don't really use it. Mm. But other than that, I'm Oscar. Um, interesting thing about me, I guess, is. I started off wanting to do fashion design, so that's what I have a degree in, mm-hmm. but I currently do management for a grocery store, so mm. okay. yeah, completely different, mm-hmm. but other than that, um, I like to jog, do mm-hmm. yoga, travel, if I have the money for it. Mm-hmm. I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I said get something small about yourself. Don't yeah, describe that's it. Your, your future date. This nigga is this, this, in and out. Give me what you okay, got. Okay, that's it. Let's get into it. That's it. All right. Let's let you guess what you got. Okay, so um, I put it right here. Uh, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Um, today I want you on the podcast. I've actually, been wanting the podcast for a while, and I've been trying to think of like topics to talk about. Uh, and I think we didn't really settle on one. I think you brought up a good one now. What was the one you brought up? It was. Uh, I think it was uh, fragile masculinity. Fragile right? masculinity. Oh. Or was it? No, 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 no. Emotional attachment. Like Look, we can talk about whatever you want to. It could be a hodgepodge <laughs> of random shit. This show is called The Elf in the Room, where we talk about weird shit that we think about. So you give me something, mm-hmm. anything. We'll talk about it. We can jump to whatever you want to fucking go to. But shoot your shot. What you got? Uh, well, I was just recently talking cause, cause I like, I like to promote therapy or whatever, mm-hmm. especially I don't, I, I feel like everyone should be in therapy at least once in their life, just so they can uh-huh. find out the things that you personally wouldn't want to tell like your bestest friend. Cause you don't want them to think that it's like a whole big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was just recently, um, talking with my therapist about just, being able to be open more with women than with men, because I feel like with men it kind of the attitudes very much. Oh, you have to like be very tough and like just tough it out. <laughs> but I feel like with um with women it's different. It's more. I don't know. I feel like it's more honest, just more enlightening in a way. Uh-huh. What do you think about that? Uh, I think women definitely do have a more mature side when it comes to talking about very serious topics when it comes to men. I mean, to add some sort of levity to it, just to be honest, like when you talk to men about like, oh, my ex-girlfriend broke up with me, um, X, Y, and Z, whatever the case may be, the first thing they say is like, man, fuck that bitch. Like, she don't deserve you. Like, that that, that girl was, you know, she probably fucking some other dude. It's making you feel worse because you're like, I'm already feeling pretty shitty. And then they will like, they'll just say like random shit. Or, or, or another example, it's like, man, today, you know, I just, I don't know how I can continue a life. And then it was like, well, did you, did you try to kill yourself? Did you, did you, mm-hmm. you, you, you try to stab yourself? You know, did you, you know, what I think about sometimes, I think about you just, maybe you just put a rope on the ceiling, you don't have to just hang yourself, little bitch ass nigga. <laughs> and so <laughs> they, there's no like, um, there's an in-between. It depends on what type of guys you hang out with. My friends are more um, emotionally stable to whether you can actually tell them something and they, they actually listen and give you feedback and tell you X, Y, and Z. Um, but they are definitely... I've had 
both sides of the spectrum. The completely masculine um, bravado where tough it out, be a man, forget about her. And then the other one is like, um, yeah, it hurts. You know, you'll come back stronger. You know, maybe she wasn't the right one. Maybe you weren't ready right now. And there's there's no in between. So either get full blown masculine or you get emotionally um, a stable man. So there's like there's that. But women is like the happy medium where they're like, man, fuck that bitch. You you amazing person. You do this. You do that. But you, you get what I'm saying. Well, yeah, let me just correct myself. I do believe that there is, I mean, for both sides, there's going to be an exception. Mm -hmm. Like I've met, um, for instance, one of my closest friends, he was raised by women because just because the father figures weren't really around. Mm -hmm. But that made him a little bit more emotionally emotionally mature for his age. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's I, I guess there's exceptions to, you know, everything. What do you think of the, you know, the keep put the microphone, but I can talk loud enough. But the, um, which another thing I want to point out when I do get the microphones and head upsets, set uh, headsets and shit like that, mm-hmm. and I have like multiple headphones and multiple microphones, and that we won't actually have to share a microphone all the time. So that's gonna be pretty dope. But that's coming in the future. Those who listen right now, it's hold out in store. It's coming soon. <laughs> so back to what I was saying. Um, I think. What do you think are the benefits of therapy that you've seen or you felt since going to therapy? Um, well, that's a good question. I honestly feel like you instantly are going to think that you're right in everything that you're that you are opinionated in. Mm-hmm. But when you're in therapy, I feel like you have that second that second opinion that's not really interested in being in your side or being on this other side. It's more about what seems more logical Mm -hmm. and so from therapy i've gotten a lot of like self-reflection on things that i thought i was right about or let's say for example i used to really think that um well i don't know i kind of don't want to get scandalous what well like with abortion rights i just felt like with it tell how you feel well this is the elephant in the room tell me how you feel what you got well, I just I used to feel as though it was a part of me that didn't feel right to get r- rid of abortion. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then with like therapy, I've just been thinking about people with my body, my choice, mm-hmm. being able to have autonomy over that and how I don't I don't think that the government should have a say in it. So I don't know. It's just changed my mind in a lot of a lot of things that I thought about See, I very think, adamantly. I think personally, um, with abortion, it should have never been government mandated from the from the jump. It mm-hmm. should never been the government comes in and says, allows you to like, hey, look, we want you to not be able to abort your child in certain states, blah blah blah. You got to go certain places. There's the the stipulations of getting pregnant that are just so mass that it doesn't make sense for a government body to come in and say, Hey, look, I want you to stop getting aborted or stop boarding children Mm -hmm. because X, Y, and Z, because you, you don't take an account for, um, I'll turn it over this way. You don't take an account for 
um, when it comes to abortion, I take account for rape. You don't take account for um, uh, just getting pregnant too early and you're ruining your life. And if you don't have enough money to support your child, then you are inevitably either going to have to give that child up. You might lose a child because you're not able to to take care of this child. Um, you weren't financially stable in the first place to actually have a child in the first place. In, 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 in the in the sense of actually having a kid, you need to have money to actually raise a kid, diapers, formula, food, clothes, um, school, all that stuff. It goes hand in hand. And so when the government was like, hey, look, no more abort, no more aborting children in certain places. You got to go X, Y, Z. That's just policing somebody else's body. And from the jump, I thought that was just bullshit. I was like, why? Why are you fucking up, you know, these women's rights? And, you know, telling them, hey, look, they can't do this when you want to preach at the same time that women are um, leading in X, Y, and Z fields, do uh, becoming better uh, part of our social status when it comes to actual commodities from women. And then these women leaders are taking over the game when it comes to music, movies, um, intellectual properties. And then you turn around and say, hey, look. That's all cool and all, but man, I don't like the fact that you're getting rid of these children. So to me, it all just feels this bullshit. It all feels for gazy. Like we're just living in um, some sort of mousetrap race and I don't know, never, never feels right. Never feels right. Um, but yeah, so that's how I feel about it. Well, yeah, I have um, another instance where we have a 20 year old. And she basically like goes to the gym, basically bodybuilding kind of like um, kind of physique Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and everything's going right for her. And, you know, like most responsible person I could possibly know. Mm -hmm. And because of one mistake now, since you don't have that commodity of being able to have an abortion in your own state, because we currently live in Texas Mm -hmm. and rules here are very tight. So not being able to have that abortion here, she was kind of forced into having to have the kid. Mm -hmm. And so this incident is going to live with her. I feel like doesn't even realize how much it's going to affect her life in the long run. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I think about constantly because I'm like, this was taken away from her Mm -hmm. because it was a choice by um, a branch of government that isn't really affected by it. Mm -hmm. Yet it's changing so many lives and, and it's doing it like to people that we know right now mm-hmm. so i want to point out something um even though we started off talking about therapy we moved to, <laughs> to women's bodies and women's choice and women's rights i think it's a definitely a good uh point to bring up that even though through the government's like mandate or what or the powers that be to say hey look you can't have an abortion um you do need to get help uh, mentally to actually prepare yourself to actually have a child in the first place and to, to make it full circle, but to go back to child, child laws or just abortion laws, there are three schools of thought. When I think of this, there are the people that say, Hey, look, my body, my choice. You have the ones on the other end is like, it's an abomination. Why would you kill children? You know, at, Five, four months, the baby's the size of an onion. They have fingernails, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then right in the middle, it's like people are just like, I don't give a fuck. I just want people to mind their business. 
And so I think I'm reside in the middle part of just mind your fucking business, let people do what they want to do. And it's not hurting anybody per se. Sure. You have people on the left that's like, hey, look, religion, 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 Bible bait, Bible belt states, blah, 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 blah. This isn't right. God wouldn't want this. And then you have people on the other side that's like, hey, look, my body, my choice, you know, this is me you were talking about, but you want to govern me and now you're policing me and now I have no rights. And so I think a good place is to be in the middle Um because once you start picking a side on, well, you know what? I wouldn't say that because if you, if you stand on the side, you are, you are feeding into what you believe in. So I get that. So with me, I feel like I choose the middle portion because both sides have good schools of thought, but at the same time, it's just me. I'm living this life. I wake up in the morning. I make my decisions you know, even though the government is definitely moving around me and everything I do is, involves the government, um, if I had the choice to live off the grid, I would. Mm-hmm. I would just completely pack up all my shit, go live somewhere remote, no cell phone, no Wi-Fi, no nothing, send carrier pigeons if I had to or some bullshit like that. Uh, and I feel like that'd be the most peaceful form of life as we know it because... You have full autonomy. What to mean? Like completely. Like you have full autonomy of everything that's going on around you. Yeah, because once I start to branch off and um, try to pick um, a life for myself, and then I have I'm running to these roadblocks of what I can and what I can't do. Then you're encroaching on someone's freedom. I feel like the only time that we actually were free. Um, was before the government was actually invented in the first place. And even still then, there were rules and regulations set up by whatever body of um, uh, power that was at the time. You know, the Romans, uh, I mean, the Roman Catholics or your um, uh, Judeo-Christian beliefs or even when the the Aztecs... uh, were a prominent uh, part of their land, they had rules, and so you had to follow those rules. So saying to live off the grid, I think it's harder. It's, it's, it's saying it, saying it's easier than done. Um, so that's, that's that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing. But I say it all to say, this is my fucking business. <laughs> Live your life. Why is the world telling me what I can and what I can't do? I feel like Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation. If you haven't seen the show, go watch it. Uh, but if I had the choice, I would definitely just like be a hobo. Not no, fuck that. I'm not being a hobo, but um, kind of like a nomad. Like a nomad. Yeah. I think that would be dope. I felt the nomad. I think I. Oh, that's a lot of walking though. <laughs> but then now they have those things that are like um, glam camping. Glamping. Glamping. I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen it before. I don't know. So, like, you have all the luxury of a hotel, but you're basically pretending to be camping. I I, feel like. I gotta be honest. I'm kind of sick of that. I don't fuck with spiders. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm a big-ass dude. (laughs) So, to see me run away from spiders is a sight to see. That's the fastest probably ever going to see me run. (laughs) Um, That, I don't fuck with bears, mountain lions, snakes. 
Um, I'm not, I'm not a country boy. As much as I would like to be a country boy, I'm not. Um, I'm somewhere between city boy and country boy. In between, somewhere in somewhere in the middle of that. Oh, he I'm said good. city boy. City boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not. I don't know. Somewhere in between that. Somewhere I don't know. Whatever. Um, I'm a bad bitch, but it's, it's somewhere. In the middle. But I have a question to ask you though. Yeah. Um. So. I, I'm gonna be remiss to bring you on the show and not actually ask you some questions, some burning questions that I have mm-hmm. um, uh, regarding uh, your lifestyle per se. All okay. Right? So these are gonna be my burning questions. Burning questions. Let's crack one. You know how to All right. It's <laughs> uh, like how hot it is here in Houston. Um, it's getting better. It's getting better. It is. Yeah. It's definitely better. I think today was like the highest. It like was 90 the, something. Yeah, the least the the day that it hasn't reached a hundred. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I got a little <laughs> bit of rain yesterday, and today we got a little overcast. I walked outside and I felt the heat rays, and I didn't feel hot like I normally <laughs> would. So I was like, okay, I could actually stay in the sun a little longer without actually passing out. But nonetheless, these are my questions. I think. Okay. Okay. So. Um, for those who don't know, your or your sexual orientation is what? Gay. Are you sure you're gay? Gayer than Britney Spears, yes. Britney Spears is gay. Well, is f- like the Just kids. no, the category Britney Spears is very gay. Britney Spears is that her category is not gay. Yes, it is. Oh, it's okay. for the gays. Okay, quick question: When do you do you like it when people say things are gay when they just try to describe shit? So I have friends to do that do that, uh-huh. and then I clock them for it. Uh-huh. But I don't really, I don't really get offended. But I, I kind of know what it means. It's mm-hmm. kind of like how people say, "Oh, that's gay." They mm-hmm. mean that's lame. Mm-hmm. But in loss for better terms, they say that's gay, which I still, I still correct it. Mm. I think for black people, it's like. Oh, that's so ghetto. That's so ghetto. But what they meant to say was, that's that's mad niggerish. Why is that so <laughs> niggerish? You know, what what, oh what are you eating? Ramen? That's, why are you so damn ghetto? So it's like, why are you being a nigger? You know, that's... Uh, oh my but no, so, okay, so I answer mm. that question, cool. But do you see the merit of it being, like, kind of a commonplace word uh, in African-American culture when mm-hmm. we say nigger? It's it can be used in multiple different um, variations, variations all the time. So I get real personal on this one. So let's give you five different scenarios. I'm sitting with my girl, we're chilling on the couch, and uh, um, my girl we're like watching a show, or something like that. And maybe I want to try to get lucky. My my homeboy's on the couch lingering too long. So it's three of us. We're chilling on the couch, and I look over him, and I was like, "Nigga, that <laughs> what do you think I mean?" Oh. That means get out. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I wish I had a button. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Number number two. Number two, uh, let's say um, I'm in a long line at some location trying to get something. Like long line for some food or some shit, right? Or I'm in line for Starbucks. You can you can probably attest to that. Wait, no. You go to Dutch Bros now, don't you? No. I don't go to Dutch Bros. I've seen you go to Dutch Bros a couple times. No. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, well, y'all heard you talk about Dutch Bros. I've never gone to really? Dutch Bros, no. That's like a very gay thing to do. 
Not not like that, but you know what I mean. Like like I see a lot of homosexuals. You know what? I'm a, I mean not down this hill. Let me just stop talking about it. Cause I have a gay friend at work, and he craves Dutch Bros. Like every time he walks in with his little swivel, a sassy frass, he's like he's like mm, my Dutch Bros. <laughs> like no, okay, whatever. Starbucks all the way. Okay, so I'm in Starbucks, long line, chilling, trying to get my drinks, some caramel macchiato. Yes, I fucking went to Starbucks a couple times. Go fuck yourself. So in a long line, 10 people are there. I'm number four. And then the dude in front of me has his friends call. his. He calls his friends to come get in line with him too, right? Mm-hmm. And I see the shit. And so I kind of step out the line a little bit. And I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, nigga. What did I say? You just said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 all right number three and final one all right this is all for all the marbles all right this is everything's on the line all right um quick scenario i see i'm chilling my homeboy in the kitchen right we're eating something and he digs in his nose and uh uh he takes it out looks at the bugger and flicks it and i'm like nigga what did I say? You're disgusting. <laughs> I fucking love it. African American culture is so easy to understand, but people just want to won't admit how easy it is to understand. You just 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 gotta have black friends or just be ingratiated into African mass. You you understand. You you kick you you pick up. And by the way, Oscar is dating a black man, so I'm pretty sure he gets it. My Dominic doesn't really say nigga a lot, does he? No, not really. I'm, I'll probably say it more than anybody in the house. Yeah. But uh, it's my right. Uh, <laughs> I throw a little er on that sometimes when I get when I get upset, like nigger. And, you know, okay. no. Okay, I, never mind. I have a, I have a question for you. Okay, now. go ahead. So, I I'm I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this, but uh-huh. how do you feel about let's say a different race, uh-huh. let's say a Hispanic, just like me because I'm Hispanic, uh-huh. um, that's raised in let's say the hood, as you would say. Uh-huh. And they are okay with using the N word. Mm. I said this before on my other episode, mm-hmm. so I'll be remiss if I don't repeat myself. So, on the other episode, I had Threes the Crowd. Go check it out. Episode, I think six or seven. It's called Threes the Crowd. I have me, Wesley, Aaron, and Wes's girlfriend, Carla, on there. And so, um, all four of us are there. Well, three of us are talking about Carla joins in eventually at the end of the show. But um, in that show, Wesley uses nigga like multiple times, maybe about like six, seven times, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And for those who I had a bunch of followers at one point in time, I had like 10 subscribers. And as soon as Wesley said nigga, I went from four, I went from 10 to six. And then I was like, oh shit. So <laughs> I died on the hill. I'll say it again. And I'm saying it now. Um, I made myself very clear on this. So when you have friends, there's such thing as called, you know, the, the nigga pass or the, the, or the N-word pass or the, the whatever. You know, this, you get a hall pass, I guess, that has been given out besides me. So don't kill me. There's multiple people out there in the world that's giving passes to their friends like, hey, look, here you go. You know, you cool. You're hanging out with us. You can say it, blah, 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 right? Now, I can't control what happens to your ass when you come out of my friend group, right? You can go on the streets and you think, okay, cool. He gave me the nigga pass. I'm going to go out down the street and see uh, uh, some 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 black dude walking on the street named Tavion. And you say, what's up, my nigga? You get your ass beat there. I can't show up magically and be like, hey, look, oh, it's okay. He's got the nigga pass. No. Um, 
But in my circle, around me, I'll defend you because you, you one, you put the time in, you put the effort in, you, you've shown that you are not only a friend, but your family or you're an ally or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't consider myself to be woke. I don't think that's, I think people that say they're woke, I feel like people just, just show it up your ass. Uh, but I consider myself just to be human being. And so when you listen to African-American rap or just African culture, like hip hop, rap, hell, even rock music. You know, rock was actually invented by black people. Yeah. So in all of that, even country, all of this rock music, country music, hip hop music, you only hear it in hip hop. You hear nigga consistently, like repeated, repeated, repeated. And that is ingrained in not only my culture, but now other people that want that like my culture so much want to actually replicate it because it's so cool and it's so fun. It's so hip. Um, so they get themselves caught up and then they feel like they're a part of the same culture. Now I get it. It's a very tantalizing word. It kind of lingers on your lips a little bit, kind of gives you a little buzz in the back of your throat when you say nigga. Like it, it feels good. Like it 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 rolls up the tongue so eloquently and you can say it multiple times and you just like, oh, that just ooh, you know, it gave me shiver my timbers. Like that is that is A1 steak sauce. I don't really like A1, but you get what I'm saying. So I said it to say, um, I'm not stupid to believe that uh, people um, use the word as a disguise to like mask like racial tensions that they have. Like I get it. Like it's it's it was a it's been a bad word for years. Um, that if you're not black, you're not okay to use it. And I I'm, honestly, I don't really believe that. I'm not really like minded like that because. Um, we all come from the same place. We all come from the human race. Now, sure, we all have same different skin colors and different uh, walks of life. So if I'm to um, fight, buy into the stereotype or buy into the idea that it's not okay for white people to say nigger, but I'm fighting for equality on my side and I want people to be all the same. If you are a part of my group, not for everybody in the world, but just a part of my group, my friends, people that I actually... Love people that I can call them and say, hey, look, I'm stranded X, Y, and Z. I need your help. Or, hey, look, I need you to come get me out of a certain situation. Like, I fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Drunk driving, car wreck, family died, um, uh, my wedding, my anniversary, my children's bar mitzvah. If I was fucking Catholic or whatever the fuck it was. Jewish. Jewish. There we go. <laughs> or christening. There we go. So if I have all these things and I know, I want you to be a part of my family, a part of my group, a part of somebody that that's with to me, um, I would I'm extending certain privileges, I guess, in our group because one, you come from the same walk as I am. Sure, you may have went through the same black struggles I went through, which somebody pointed out to me, Dominic, your man. He was like, oh, you know, I'm not okay with, you know, other people not saying nigga because they don't have the same black struggles, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. I get it. Whatever. Um, your mama didn't leave enough food stamps as a kid. Go fuck yourself. So um, I'm okay with it in my group. Now, Mexicans, I feel like you kind of, Mexicans or Hispanics, they kind of get like a, a pass per se off the rip, depending on who they are. You niggas got Takashi 69 saying nigga. A hundred thousand times, and I was like, "Nigga, what the biggie up? Nigga, what the stiffy up?" Like, and nobody 
checks him on that, but you got millions upon hundreds of thousands, whatever you want to fucking call it, black people rapping to the same song and they didn't even check his background. Didn't even see what fucking birth certificate it said on there. I don't know what, what Cosmic 6 9 came from, but last time I checked, he is Mexicano yeah. in you know, the Harlem or New York or what the fuck it is. So it is what it is. You do you. I'm going to do me. I don't give a fuck. That's how I feel about it. So there you go. Yeah, I just don't like it. Why don't you, why don't you <laughs> I, like it? I don't. <laughs> why? I just feel like um, if you were that aware of how close you seem to s- say you are with the mm-hmm. black community, then uh-huh. I feel like you you know you don't have the necessity to say it in the first place. Mm. I think it's just a thing out of respect. So, I mean, I get that, and that's why I'm like, I don't know. Say it. I'm not okay with it. Say it. Yeah, I have like a cousin who say says it. it. No, say I'm it. not gonna say. I'm say not gonna it. get canceled on my first podcast okay, okay, ever. Okay, okay. You say gut. I'm saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say, say that. Say, nah. No. Say, nah. No. Come on. That's Let's crazy. Say, nah. Anyways. What, what yeah. is a what is a a horse say? You know. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. That's a pony, but nah. <laughs> Come on. No. You what? Oh, I don't yeah. think that it should. It's not even necessary. But why is it not necessary? I don't know. It's just kind of irritating to see someone say it, and it's like. But you aren't black, though. I don't know. I mean, you even to black. me, even to me, it's irritating I'm when cool when my cousin says it. I'm just like, I just look at her, and she's like, "Oh, my sorry. I mean, wigger." Wow. <laughs> you know, I'll tell a story real quick. I never told. Ooh, this is only certain people that know me know about the story. This is really quick. Um, because I did say this podcast is gonna be short. Yeah. So, uh, and then we're gonna get into the quick hits. But actually, I had another question about being gay, but I think I might ask say that for another day. This episode is gonna be called Neapolitan. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I had uh, I was messing around with this white girl, and this was two years ago. I think I was definitely living here. And this is the time uh, before you actually got here. So uh, in between that time when I was just like kind of messing around after my um, ex a while back, I had started talking to this white girl, not dating, just talking, right? Maybe about like week, two weeks in, we were having sex, right? Okay. And um, she was uh, real comfortable around me, like kind of too comfortable, I guess. And so she, I think she had like a um, kind of a race play fetish. You know what that is? Yes. So, you know, like hide the slave when mass is coming. <laughs> so, That's intense. <laughs> and so uh, to make it short, we were, we were fucking around and uh, she was giving me head and she was sucking my balls. And so she looks me dead in my eyes while she's sucking my balls. She's like, you like when I suck on these nigger nuts? And I... <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Did you... Oh, my God. Did you laugh? Did you cry? I was, I was in shock. <laughs> now, granted, this girl was white as snow. White oh. as can be. I forgot her name. Um... I should have known that was like some red flags because when we first started messing around, like we only had sex once. So in that time, we was having sex once. She was like, um, what she said? She's like, oh, you can do whatever you want to me. Like, you know, <laughs> she wanted to be like degraded and stuff like that. And I, I mean, 
I wouldn't say I'm vanilla when it comes to sex, but I'm I haven't experienced a lot of things yet per se. <laughs> like I haven't done a lot of stuff yet, but which I which I'm very open and very honest. Like I'm very willing to do all these things. Um because I want to please my partner, but there also comes certain boundaries, certain yes. things I wasn't aware of. Uh so yeah, so yeah, she she was like, you know what, you like when I suck on these <laughs> nigger nuts? And I was like, I was like, huh. Let me <laughs> see. There's things that I feel like I'm too goofy for. Yeah, and that's something that I give it, I would I give just... it a little bit. I give it a little bit. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm, a, I'm fucking retarded. So, so oh my word, god. I, I'm I'm very very special. So when I was like, she's like, you like on second day? I was like, who? Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I instantly, instantly just got like I got very flaccid, very flaccid, very fast, and then. She was like, "Oh, you don't like that? I'm sorry." Blah blah. blah. And I was like, "It's cool, you know. I think we should call it a night. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to perform for the rest of the night. Like, this is this isn't <laughs> this gonna is happen. It for me. This is it for me. I got, you know. Thank you for this. And so we stopped. And then I was, I was on my merry way. It didn't happen here because if it happened here, the the kick out would have been tremendous. But I was, tremendous. I was just like, like exit stage left to get the fuck out of here as fast as possible. Pulled on, got my shorts on real quick. Put in my little shoes, got in the car, and I drove home in silence for the rest of the day. Like I drove home <laughs> in silence, got home, and I sat in the in my room and in the dark room, and I was just like, contemplating. Just contemplating life. life. I was yeah. like, was that a hate crime? Like, yeah, was that that was, that I just, did I just get hate crime, or what did I witness? What just happened? <laughs> but yeah, that that was my experience when it came to like. Like the opposite sex saying it to me. Like I've only dated predominantly black women, so having having sex with the opposite sex, with the opposite sex, with the opposite race. Mm-hmm. I'm swinging away, but having sex with the opposite race, um, there, it just I don't know. I I get what you mean when you say you don't want to say it, um, and I don't want to force my partner to be like, oh, like uh, blah blah blah. Um, hell, I even had like a uh, a little happy when I dated a happy at one point in time. She was mixed, right? So she's white and black, and so she never said nigga around me. And she was she was like a light skinned black woman, but you know, I was like, you don't ever say nigga, and then she's like, I just feel weird, and I was like, oh, that's that that white, <laughs> that's yeah. that uh that white um. Uh, that white guilt that you got going on right there. I guess I just have a lot of desensitized family members. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of that, a lot of like preconceived con- like conjunctions about people. So I don't really, you know, relate to it. Okay. All right. So, um, so the show is going to be short right now. We're like 39 minutes. Uh, so we're going to go into the quick hits. Okay, so quick hits. I got a couple of them real quick, fast, easy. You tell me what you're thinking, and we'll get right into it. All right. So, um, when you when you were young, mm-hmm. um, do you feel like? Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase the question. When you were young, what man or woman like shaped the way you date? Like what you look for? Like what was the um, crush that you had that made you look for those similarities in the people that you date? 
like my crush? Well, it could be it could be fictional or or oh. like real. Like you know, if you said like I don't know, uh, like you had a crush on Sam from Danny Phantom, that this white is, girl. This is probably toxic. Uh uh-huh. But um, Edward Cullen because he would give up his life, Bella. From True Blood. No, from Twilight. From Twilight. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said True Blood, but I'm in Twilight. <laughs> I'm in Twilight. I know where Colin is. I, trust me, I'm seeing no Twilight to fucking last a lifetime. Um, yeah, that suicidal thought of just like, I'll end it for her. I love that. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. This was a quick response. Right? Okay. My answer uh, would be uh, um, maybe Halle Bear from Swordfish. Like natural hair, natural body. You know, I love a you know a woman natural, but nevertheless, is always you know do you women? I love you. Just do your thing. She's a black woman. Comes out the water soaking wet. This physique on ten. It was amazing. Love that movie. Go see it. Look up Halle Berry Swordfish. You'll get hard. Trust me. Um, okay, next quick hit. Quick hit. And this is gonna be our last one. So I'll just do two. Um, if Wait, what was the quick? The quick hit was technical difficulties, uh, voice memos. <laughs> mm. Oh, what's a food take that you think other people don't share? What's a food take? Yeah, something that you think about a certain food that you think, um, other people don't feel the same way. Or I'll give you an option. What thing that gets added to a burger ruins it? Ketchup. And I feel like it goes with that sec- that first question. Uh-huh. Um, I like mayo more than like I like ketchup. ketchup. Yeah. What about spicy ketchup? No. Uh, See, so that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, Jesus and then I just recently found out that in England, it is common to use mayo for your fries rather than ketchup. They use a lot of vinegar too in London. Oh, in so, Britain, I think they use vinegar on their French fries. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel I don't feel so weird anymore about that. But wow. a lot of people are like, "Ew, why do you eat your fries with mayo or your burger with mayo as a dipping?" I want. Uh, in my mind, I fucking snap your neck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta have ketchup. I gotta have mayo on my burger. I don't like mustard on my burger. I feel like that. I don't want to say ruins my burger, but I feel like it overpowers it. Overpowers it. The mustard taste is just like uh, like In and Out burgers. Like they cook the meat and mustard. So I'm like, I don't know. Um, well, I think toast the buns and mustard. Whatever they do, stop it. Um, my quick food take and probably what I think ruins the burger. This is very specific. Would be uh, when you go to Waterburger and you think you're getting like the best burger that you're gonna get or whatever. Like you ordered it the way you want to, and then they put like a fucking half half a cabbage patch of of iceberg lettuce on your sandwich. Oh. That shit gets on my nerves because it's like a block of just like iceberg lettuce, and you just crunching through that bitch. And I'm just like, man, just a little pieces would suffice. A little sliver of the shit. Don't give me. A whole head full of it, or whatever. Anyway, and then um, food take. I would probably say, ooh, um, I don't like avocados. 
I don't like avocados. I can't stand avocados. Avocados are disgusting. Uh, I think it was man-made. I think people, it's a uses control, control and add, um, addiction agent. Because everything has avocado. Like, think about, think about, okay, think about this. When I was a kid. Avocados are ancient. They're like a, an Aztec okay, thing. Nevertheless. I, I, true. That is very true. But I feel like I have like a mandala effect in my mind when it comes to avocados. So, um when I was a kid, avocado wasn't like very prevalent to me. Maybe because I was growing up in a in, you know black household, kind of poorish, but we were kind of middle class, up and coming. Mm-hmm. And so avocados were, I don't think expensive, but we never really had fucking avocados. Like my mom had avocados, but I I didn't fucking fuck around with avocados. And so as the years gone by, avocado is in everything nowadays <laughs> every fucking thing avocado toast wasn't a thing when i was a kid yeah fucking um i think it's because it's a fad maybe so but nevertheless it just it's every fucking way and it's disgusting and avocado doesn't taste like anything it just tastes like it's water a, it tastes like cream it tastes like, it tastes a, like water it tastes like a creamy nah. yes Mm-mm. pistachio pistachio yeah it tastes like a creamy pistachio if i get a super fruit well, superfood or whatever the fuck they want to call it, and you put it on my sandwich, and I'm and take some pistachios. We got a problem. I don't want to taste no nuts on my sandwich. I just want why put avocado on it, and that is it's just overrated to I'm me. I'm guilty for that. Yeah, I put avocado on everything. Yeah, you you and millions of other people that want to die early. I, I feel like avocado is slowly killing y'all. Y'all just don't, I don't even know think it. avocado is the Watch, thing that's uh, killing if there's, me. If there's some alien or DT that comes out of the, of the world and is like, you've eaten my children, <laughs> you've eaten and, my and, children. and, and, and I'm just like, what if that the was feast. the forbidden fruit? Possibly. Y'all fucking eating that shit by the truckloads. Oh I hear people telling stories about avocados. Like, oh, in Guatemala, you take an avocado and you shake it and you can hear it. It's not like an ocean inside of it. Okay. Go fuck yourself. How no about way. that? I, I heard people have conversations about it like, all the time. Like, oh, in Mexico, when you get avocado fresh, you can shake it and it's just so smooth. It's like water inside. I've never heard that. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's green. It looks like baby shit. Like, what is that? What is that? You know, every food that's green... I want it to be lettuce. Clearly, you don't like avocados. I don't like avocados. <laughs> avocados, they look like they look like shriveled up testicles. <laughs> or engorged old testicles. Like big oh testicles. My God. And they got you cut them and you can say that about a lot of things. Mangoes. They don't like testicles. They're too big. Kinda. No, the yellow one? <sighs> you caught lost me on mangoes. I'm not. I'm not really huge on mangoes, per So se. he just hates all Mexican fruit and vegetables. No, no. I wouldn't say that. I, like, <laughs> I fuck with mangoes. I fuck with... Uh, give me another Mexican fruit. <laughs> <laughs> give me another okay. Mexican fruit real quick. That's uh, I gotta try to figure out what it is. But no, avocados don't fuck with it. And bananas. I don't like bananas either. But I'll talk about that in another podcast. Anyway, so um, I'm going to end out uh, the show today. Um, but that was our quick hits. So, I did promise a short show uh, right now, 47 minutes, shortest show that we had so far, so I'm going to get us out of here. So, before I do, I want to say thank you so much, Oscar, for um, coming into the show, being my special guest today. If you have anything you want to say, go ahead and sh- you know shoot out your Instagram, you yes. know, say something really quick, whatever you got. Hit me. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and hopefully I'll be back. Um, 
My Instagram, like I said in the beginning, is Ahas Oscar. So H A U S Oscar. Um, yeah. That's, That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. Um, you know me, guys. I always end the show from a high note. Um, once again, I want to say thank you so much for tuning into the show. Uh, I am on Twitter. Go check me out. Send me some funny gifts, some quick hits. Just anything you could think of. Just give me like some funny questions or shit that, you know, that would be a great topic um, starter or conversation ender. Um, once again, I'm on Twitter, Elephant Room Pod, E L E P A N T R O O M P O D, Elephant Room Pod. Check me out on Twitter. It's Elephant Room Podcast. And before we go, I want to say um, thank you guys so much for just supporting me and everything you do. And on that note, uh, I always like to leave you guys on some, you know, uplifting motivational things that I can think of or something like probably pull out my ass and make you guys happy. <laughs> but I say everything and I mean when I say so once again, um, my motivation would be, uh, no matter how hard your day was or how dark you think things are being right now, just know there is a end to all of it you know there's a light at the end of this tunnel um depending on where you go depending on where you travel depending on um what you do um just know that there is somebody or something uh waiting for you um there's got to be a reason for all this stuff that we go through uh so there's no you pushing towards towards that ending um in this life or in the next and just know you loved, you know, and somebody's always going to love you. So I said what I had to say. Thank you guys so much. And, uh, you know, I guess to get out of here. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the elephant, elephant room podcast. Check me out on Twitter. All right. Peace. I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back Dodging demons, coppers, hoppers probably hate me cause I'm black I don't know, I be spreading love, sometimes ain't mutual Just a seed that's from that darkness, but that's what it takes to grow Still in flow, still in motion Couple homies with me and we sipping on that potion Wide away for dreams, why these other niggas dozing Shut the fuck up when the realest niggas spoken The realest niggas spoken, yeah I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back, ay. I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back, hey. I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back. Dodging demons, coppers, hoppers, probably hate me cause I'm black. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the days. Niggas pull a bullet to your temple for a holy days. And I got the word up on my back, it's on my shoulder blades. And I got the vision, yeah, it's clear. I ain't in the maze, still amazing. Save my graces, ain't been saving faces. Gotta get all the things I know I want cause I've been chasing. Gotta watch, watch, watch my mind front and back cause I ain't crazy. Streets been going crazy. Have you seen it lately? I gotta watch my back. 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 Dodging demons, coppers, hoppers probably hate me cause I'm black. I don't know. I gotta watch my back. 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 Dodging demons, coppers, hoppers probably hate me cause I'm black. I don't know.